Welcome to a brand new episode of Shakespeare Saga by Julia George. Today marks the 232nd episode of Shakespeare Saga, and we are continuing with The Tempest, Act 1, Scene 2. Major promotions of Avara Bank, the best online banking service, Google Pay for all your international money transfers, and the Zenities app, the best meditation app to try. Try today on Amazon App Stores and on Google Play App Stores. So without any further delay, let me continue with Shakespeare's playwright The Tempest, Act 1, Scene 2, the rest of Scene 2. As Ariel says, my liberty. Prospero, before the time be out, no more. Ariel, I pray thee, remember, I have done thee worthy service, told thee no lies, made no mistakings, served without a grudge or grumblings, thou did promise to bait me a full year. Prospero, doest thou forget from what a torment I did free thee? Ariel, no, Prospero. Thou doest, and thinkest it much, to tread the ooze of the salt deep, to run upon the sharp wind of the north, to do me business in the wains of the earth, when it is baked with frost. Ariel, I do not, sir. Prospero. Thou liest, malignant thing, hast thou forgot the foul which Sycorax whose with age and envy was grown into a loop? Hast thou forgot her? Ariel, no, sir. Prospero, thou hast. Where was she born? Speak, tell me. Ariel, sir, in Archer. Prospero, oh, was she so? I must once in a month recount what thou hast been, which thou forgettest. The damned with Sycorax, for mischiefs manifold and sorceries, terrible, to enter human hearing from Argier, thou knowest, was banished. And one thing she did, they would not take her life. Is not this true? Ariel, I, sir, Prospero, this blue eyed has was hither brought with child, and here was left by the sailors. Thou, my slave, as thou report thyself, was then her servant, and for thou was spirit too delicate to act her earthy and abhorred commands, refusing her grand hests. She did confine thee, my help of her more potent ministers, and in her most unmitigable rage into a cloven pine within which rift imprisoned thou didst peacefully remain a dozen year within which space she died and left thee there where thou didst went thy groans as fast as mill wheels strike then was this island save for the sun that she did lit litter here a freckled whelp hagworn not honored with a human shape, Ariel. Yes, Caliban, her son. Prospero, dull thing, I say so. He, that Caliban, 
whom now I keep in service, thou best knowest what torment I did find thee in. Thy groans did make wolves howl and penetrate the breasts of every angry bears. It was a torment to lay upon a dam which Sycorax would not gain undo. It was mine art when I arrived and heard thee that made gape the pine and let thee out, Ariel. I thank thee, Master Prospero. If thou more murmurest, I will rend an oak and peg thee in his naughty entrails till thou hast howled away twelve winters. Ariel, pardon, Master. I will be correspondent to command and do my spiriting gently prospero do so and after that two days i will discharge thee ariel that's my noble master what shall i do say what what shall i do prospero go make thyself like a nymph oh the sea by subject to no sight by thine and mine invisible to every eyeball else go take the shape and hither come and go hence with diligence ariel exits awake dear heart awake thou hast slept well awake miranda wakes miranda the strangeness of your story put heaviness in me prospero shake it off come on we'll visit caliban my slave who never yields us wind kind answer miranda as she rises "'Tis a villain, sir. I do not love to look on, Prospero. But as tis, we cannot miss him. He does make our fire, fetch in our wood, and serves in offices. That profits us. What ho, slave Caliban? Thou earth, thou speak. Caliban, within. There's wood enough within, Prospero. Come forth, I say. There's other business for thee. Come thou, tortoise, when? Enter Ariel like a water nymph. Fine appreciation. My quaint Ariel, hark in thine ear. He whispers to Ariel. Ariel, my lord, it shall be done. He exits. Prospero to Caliban. Thou poisonous slave, got by the devil himself. Upon thy wicked dam, come forth. Enter Caliban. Caliban, as wicked dew as e'er my mo- mother brushed with raven feather from unwholesome fen, drop on you both. A southwest blow on you and blister you all o'er. Prospero. For this be sure, tonight thou shalt have cramps, side stitches that shall pen thy breath up. Richards shall forthest vast of night that they may work all exercise on thee. Thou shalt be pinched as thick as honeycomb, each pinch for stinging than bees that made him. Caliban, I must eat my dinner. This island's mine by Sycorax, my mother, which thou takest from me. When thou 
camest first, thou stalkest me and made much of me. Wouldst give me water with berries in it, and teach me how to name the bigger light and how the less that burn by day and night? And then I loved thee and showed thee all the qualities of the isle, the French spring, brine pits, barren place, and fertile. Cursed be I that did so. All the charms of cyclorax, toads, beetles, bats, light on you, for I am all the subjects that you have, which first mine own king, and here you stay me in this hard rock, whiles you do keep from me. The rest, O the island, Crossbarrow, thou most lying slave, who stripes may move, not kindness. I have used thee. Built as thou art, and human care, and lodge thee in mine own cell, till thou didst seek to violate the honor of my child, Caliban. Oh ho, oh ho! Wouldn't had been done. Thou didst prevent me. I had peopled else the isle with Caliban's Miranda, aboard slave. Which any print of goodness will not take, being capable of all ill, I pitied thee, took pains to make thee speak, taught thee each hour one thine or other, when thou didst not savage, know thine own meaning, but wouldst gabble like a thing most brutish, I endowed. Thy purposes, with words that made them known, but thy wild race, though thou didst learn, had that in which good natures could not abide to be with. Therefore, was thou deservedly confined into the rock, who hadst deserved more than a prison? Caliban, you taught me language, and my profit on it, as I know how to curse the red plague. Would you, for learning me your language? Prospero, hast seed hence, fetch us in fuel, and be quick. Thou wast the best to answer other business. Shrugged'st thou malice, if thou neglectest or doest unwillingly. When I command, I'll rack thee with all craps, fill all thy bones and aches, make thee roar, that beasts shall tremble as thy din. Caliban, no, pray thee. I must obey. His art is so such power, it would control my dam's god's stibos, and make a vassal of him. Prospero. So slave, hence Caliban exits. Enter Ferdinand, Ariel, invisible, playing and singing. Song, Ariel, come unto thee, these yellow sands, and then take hands, curtsied when you have, and kissed the wild waves whist, foot it featly here and there, and sweet spirits bear. The burden, hark, hark, burden, dispersedly 
within. Bow, wow. The watchdog barks. Burden dispersedly within. Bow, wow. Hark, hark, I hear. The strain of stuttering chants clear. Cry, cock a doodle do. Ferdinand, what should this music be? I there or the earth? It sounds no more, and sure it waits upon some gods over the island, sitting on a bank, weeping again the king, my father's rack. This music crept by me upon the waters, allaying both thy fury and my passion. With its sweet air, tense, I have followed it. Oh, it hath drawn me rather, but it is gone. No, it begins again. Song, Ariel. Full fathom five, thy father lies. Oh, his bones are coral made. Those are pearls that were his eyes. Nothing of him that doeth fade, but doeth. Suffer a sea change into something rich and strange. Sea nymphs hourly ring his kneel. Burden within, ding dong. Hark, now I hear them ding dong bell. Ferdinand, the ditty does remember my drowned father. This is no mortal business, nor so sound. That the earth owes, I hear it now about me. Prospero to Miranda. The fringed curtains of thine eye advance, and say what thou seest yawned. Miranda. What is it? A spirit? Lord, how it looks about. Believe me, sir, it carries a brave form, but tis a spirit. Prospero, no, wench, it eats and sleeps and hath such senses as we have such. This gallant which thou seest was in the rack, and that he is something stained with grief. That's beauty cranker. Thou mightest call him a goodly person. He hath lost his fellows and strays about to find him. Miranda, I might call him a thing divine for nothing natural I ever saw so noble. That's it for this episode. Appreciate the listens. We'll continue the rest of Act 1, Scene 2 in the next episode.